Hi and welcome to this next episode of Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast. Today's episode is with a Costa Rica expat, or better, an elder who left the States about 20 years ago to live in Costa Rica, helped create the sustainability movement in Costa Rica, runs his own permaculture project, and is simply an inspiration in his way of looking at the world. Please enjoy this episode that was recorded during the Envision Festival 2019 uh, close to Uvita in Costa Rica for Freedom Culture Mastermind and the sponsor Superhero Academy. Today's guest, his name is Mijai. Without any further ado, enjoy this episode. About 15 years ago, we looked and searched every place through Costa Rica. And I chose Costa Rica because how they treat the women in this country. They educate. Oh, wow. Welcome back to Freedom Culture Podcast. We're here at Envision Festival 2019, and I'm sitting here with Mijai. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, I just want to say I, I, I love your youth, knowing the truth. I am uh, 70, but I was 20 at Woodstock, uh, 1969, and we had the Vietnam War with hundreds of people were dying, and we fought hard for that war. When the war was defeated... They went to the trees, the woods, the natural farm. And I never did that then. I raised, I had four children. I, I did a, a school teacher for 28 mm -hmm. years. And then I had a major heart condition called atrial fibrillation in the 90s and a stroke. And I had to deal with health issues. And it was time for me to do something. And the vision came. I need to get a tropical farm. So I came here around 18 years ago. It took three years. About 15 years ago, we looked and searched every place through Costa Rica. And I chose Costa Rica because how they treat the women in this country. They educate. Oh, wow. They boom, highest, boom, what a way to start. Yeah. <laughs> highest doctors, lawyers mm -hmm. uh, than any other and in Canada and America. And, and when, the country that treats the women good, you know they're going to treat the land better. Yeah, very true. Pura vida to that. Uh, Mijai, you also run and operate and lived in a place for 15 years yes. ca called Earth Rose Farm. Is that right? It's called Earth Rose Farm. It's in Las Esperanzas, which means hopes. And when you get in the, in the center of Las Esperanzas, there's one dirt road that goes up by the cemetery that goes, and the road is called... Calais Santa Fe, the road of faith. So to get to Earth Rose Farm, you got to go through the hopes, but you got to ride the road of faith. <laughs> it's a 50-acre self-sustaining farm. The first thing we did on the 70% pasture is we put 10,000 trees down by a, a, a government-sponsored uh, thing from the Kyoto Treaty. You know the Kyoto Treaty where they I don't. Farmers? I don't, actually. Can you give it, us very, very brief context so we, we'd understand? Uh, in, yeah. Uh, it was uh, designed by uh, uh, polluting countries to help farmers to grow. Clinton signed it. Bill Clinton signed it. But, of course, it was, uh, it's been overturned. Uh, it got pulled out by the Republican Congress, mm -hmm. and they stopped funding it. What it was is to give farmers money to plant trees. To give farmers money to plant trees. So we All plant right. <laughs> 10,000 trees, and yeah. over eight <laughs> over the last 12 years, they gave That's us $8,000, and we put another $8,000 in the trees in terms of uh, labor and stuff to keep the uh, grass not growing and keep the trees straight. 
Now, this is managed forestry. 10,000 trees. In about four years, we're going to be able to harvest 3,000 trees and then replant 3,000 trees. So it's continually flowing an income source, but wow. it's the joy. So there's, there's money with planting trees, but also there must be like some kind of biodynamic like regenerative effect, no? And that's what's happening. My whole valley is filled with farmers wow. that just cut down all their trees and just have cows. The land is dead during the rainy season. It's just hardly nothing. But you look at my land from Angostura down, you see this big, beautiful green patch. And so we have butterflies. We have birds. We have one of the, mm. one of the 50s, 50 world, there's only 50 world uh, bo- uh, white eagles left and we had a we have a pair on our farm we have uh uh amazonian sloths we're bringing back the uh uh different animals they just come you know because it becomes a natural place like you said (laughs) wow a natural place that is like regenerating regenerating what is basically given to us by the earth which is the seed of plants that breathe our oxygen with us right right in in um, wow. Costa Rica, it, it could be that simple. <laughs> That's <laughs> plant trees, you guys. Now along the river, uh, the Costa Ricans did not allow mm-hmm. you to cut trees. So we have a stream coming down on both sides of our mountains, and we have some trees that are hundred, two hundred years old. There's not many, but they're all around the river because they don't allow them. If you look at uh, over a satellite, you'll see green stretches, and those are rivers. So they kept the trees on some of the rivers. But what we're doing is we're going to keep this forested forever, you know, but manage it, mm. you know, so that there's always. So I want to know about the degree between managing the forest and letting the jungle take over. Because yeah. there must be like a, a dynamic, like mutual kind yeah. of when the jungle balance, takes right? over. When the jungle takes over, it, it, it actually can hurt. A lot of the jungle has these terrible weeds that go out and strangle the, tea, the tree. It, it, these vines will come up and mm. will strangle and kill the tree. I call them American vines because they, they'll go and they'll destroy their own tree. And the tree will fall down and they'll all die. Mm. So you've got to cut those, those things. It's called matopalo. Matopalo? Uh, yeah. And another name is the, uh, is the thing in Christmas where you kiss yourself underneath. You know that uh, that that leaf you Chris, everyone kisses. The mistletoe, it. right? The mistletoe is one of those type weeds. Totally. And, and they what they do is they just live off the tree, but they suck the tree life and they kill it. So jungle is not good. We have to keep the jungle apart in order to keep the trees growing, and the animals are freer uh, to be. If you let the jungle go, it it just uh, it, it it struggles with the natural. It, we call it permaculture, self-sustainable living. We have uh, greenhouses, three greenhouses. We have fields. Yeah. That we grow. Can you repeat? Can you repeat that, please? How do you call it? Self-sustainable lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's a permaculture, but it's self-sustainable. You, okay. So, based on permaculture, Mijad, not to interrupt you, yeah, but I, I feel like what you're expressing is such a beautiful proof of how we as humans are one with this planet. We are literally part of the environment. Without us cultivating the jungle, there is no human presence on, on the planet. So, I mean, I'm not saying we should concrete the whole world, which is kind of what we've done for the last hundred years, but 
that also gave us access to then interact with the rest of the biosphere in a holistic way. What I didn't tell you yet is I ran a, ran a podcast called uh, Green Planet, Blue Planet. And I, I asked the question of what is the vision of planet Earth we're holding collectively? And I, I, th I feel like your experience of having seen how planting trees alone can change this planet into an actual blue planet, right? The water planet that's also green and abundant and has flora and right, fauna on it. Right. We're just two people, my wife and I. We try to get community. We try to get other people in. But people are just so, my wife says it, self-consumed with their own needs, wants, and desires. You have to give that up in order to be a farmer. A farmer's life, it is hard. We are up at four or five in the morning. We feed the chickens. We're feeding the goats. But we're getting milk. We're getting eggs. You know, we let the chickens out around 11, 12 o'clock. They run out for six, seven hours. What do they eat? All the bugs so we don't get bugs on us. Oh, wow. You know, so self-sustainable is utilizing. Here you, you're growing 40, 50 tomatoes. You get the best tomato. Yeah. You eat all the other ones, the best tomato. You seed and you make hundreds of plants. Self-sustainable living. How long it takes? Three months for a tomato. So I, we tell people we have a three-day program guest. It runs about $18 a day, including your food and housing. You work four hours, mm -hmm. six hours in community, doing things together with others. Then we have it for three weeks where you come in, but it's about $8 a day. Now, if you come for three months, it's $3 a day, $90 a month, $270. But you get all your grains, your food, and then you get all the other stuff from the farm. And you get to plant a seed, watch it grow, Get the fruit, then reharvest it and bring seeds away from you that you've grown on the Very farm. Very cool. So that's a. I love that in your answer there is a simplicity implicit. You know, like life is giving us this gift right. nonstop, and it's ours to live in harmony with. Right. And uh, you were speaking about authentic desire, and I would really love to drop in. On, on authentic desire in context of freedom culture because you're sitting in front of the freedom culture right. banner as we're in the freedom culture camp at Envision Festival 2019. Um, and thanks for volunteering and being here with us. Yeah, I actually came down here because mm -hmm. I lived here for 15 years when I heard there was going to be a rave on the beach. And I was kind of <laughs> pissed Good. off. And I came down here like real grumpy saying, oh, they're going to be all these needles and all this crap on the beach, you know. And when I came and saw the culture and saw the love and saw the thing, I joined it and became the gatekeeper. And I'm the person for the last six years you see in front gate on open day, welcoming people. But what, I, a, what a beautiful evolution of your own experience. Let me, let me uh, kind of add to that because the authentic desire in you, I see it has like had evolved over years, right? Because yes. in the beginning you had a reaction to something that happened, but then you realized basically I, out of the reason of probably you were just listening to the land and then the land brought, brought you here, right? I was a teacher for 28 years. Yeah. And what happened to me is I had a stroke and uh, I was raising my grandchild and some, it was just a lot of emotion and I had a stroke over an issue and uh, in the, I remember one of my students said, listen, Mr. Magi, listen, follow your dreams. What are you doing? Follow your dreams. And my dream was to always have a farm. And so we went, I, I uh, retired, came down here, and I've never worked harder as I work on this farm. But I tell you, it it's is... It's a full-time job, right? Yeah, but watching these things grow, watching a goat come out of a mummy goat, 
wow. watching Life and Death. We had this beautiful female goat we loved, and she gave birth to twins, and then she died. You know, mm. and it's hard. It's life and death. And the, one of the girl twins died, and we only have one boy left from that. But yeah. now the boy follows us. I'm the papa. She's the mama. Would you call your property that you're stewarding and guarding and in guardianship of a nature sanctuary? I, I like the word nature sanctuary. I, I I like permaculture word, but my. My, my best word is I go, earth rose farm. The earth rose to me is a tree. It's an earth, and it rises above. And without the trees, we're going to die, folks. If they keep on cutting, cutting, if they break the Amazon chain, that's going to destroy so much. And I, I want to tell, I, I want to say I hope it all goes. Deep down inside, I don't have, you know, I, I, I have a sadness of the madness that's going on in the world, the Trump world and the, in the world of exploration, you children are the key because yeah. all this, all this stuff that's going to happen is going to turn Listen you to positive. what this guy is saying. Yes, it's exactly. Make you positive. I am so gra grateful that you're, you're sharing this because how we interact as generations right. is quite separated while right. when we unify and el we can listen to right. elders and recognize the energy and the power right. that's in youth. I changed the name, not yeah. elder. I'm an earlier. You're an earlier, earlier, <laughs> early, uh, not yeah. elder. I right, because we're in 2019. Right. We yet have to have a whole generation. I went to Woodstock in 1969. Yeah. Oh, 20. Wow. Everyone says, "Oh, I would have loved to Going listen to right Janis here. Joplin. I would have loved to live to uh, listen to Jimi Hendrix." But I says, "No, you wouldn't, because if you were a 20 year old, most likely you would have went to Vietnam and Janis and and, and they were and uh, Jimi Hendrix were dead within two years. And we had to deal with the Nixon and all that and the war and the end of the war. But what happened?" Then they did the Earth Movement. Remember that? Right after that started the Earth Movement, Save the Earth and all that. So what I tell you kids, don't give up on politics. Don't give up on policy and changing it. If you want to grow, plant a seed. Bring trees everywhere, anywhere. Because the more trees you plant, you plant a tree at 20. When you're 70, that tree is going to be 50 years old. And when you're dead, that tree's going to be still growing. I have trees that are going to live for hundreds of years. I'm going to be long dead, ashes. But my legacy of these trees are going to keep helping you to breathe. Here, here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let me enjoy that moment with you because this is very real, right? It's very real. When we plant trees on this planet, there are multiple examples right now where eco-villages, permaculture farms, and... Of, of that sort, nature sanctuaries right. have shown us that within 10, 15, 20 years, we can regenerate an entire ecosystem. People so, will come and go, yeah. but the trees will stay, you know. <laughs> we'll plant, we'll root, and make new trees. <laughs> Mija, I want to ask you some rapid-fire questions. Yes. So you can say yes or no, either or, you know. Okay. So I want to start with the obvious one, plant trees or fly to Mars? Plant trees. Ocean water or lake water? Mm -mm. Hmm. That's a that's a really hard one, but I, I would go to ocean because that's where it all started. Got it. Waterfalls or desert? Oh, waterfalls. Mm. <laughs> meditation or dance? Uh, dance meditation. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. Okay, cool. What about tent or cabin? I like 
natural, natural uh, things grown right out of the woods, coming right from it. So I would say a, a cabin more mm-hmm. from the woods. Mija, I have one more question for you. Having lived on the land in Costa Rica, Pura Vida, for 15 years, what can you tell us about the way the land communicates with us? Oh, my brother and sister, come to the land away from the cities. Come and sit there. And I tell you, at sunset, it's so loud. It is so loud. All night, you can hear the crickets, uh, the bugs. In the morning, the birds just... It is so loud. It's like New York City, Times Square, but it's not beeps and horns. It's so loud. Nature speaks to you. Nature sings to you. Trees communicate. No, they do not communicate in English. They communicate in tree. Stand by a tree. Stay by a tree. Look up on the tree. Hold the tree. Feel the tree. Just stay for an hour looking at the life of the tree and all the life that's grown on the tree, all the birds that plant on the tree. Just be observant. Be reaching out. The workshop that you said, the last thing, observe. I am a scientist, a teacher. I observe. I understand. Plant the seed with the need yeah. to be freed. But once you plant the seed, you got to pull the weed. You got to water. You got to create. You got to watch it grow, just like a child. So they're your children, and they're yeah, going to totally. grow. And that's the goosebumps I get that I'm getting right now, watching my children grow, these trees. Because, again, they're going to survive me, and you want them to survive mm. you. Intergeneral relationship with the planet is what's coming up for me in the sense that when we think seven generations backwards and seven generations forward, yes. and encapsulate that in, in the way we act kind with each other, are gentle with the planet. I need to ask you a Respect question. each other. Mm-hmm. Please. My question to you is, what do you do? Do you ever get hopeless? Do you ever get to a point where you think we're all going to die, this is all going to be terrible, I'm just wasting my time? Ever? Yeah, totally. I, I do go there quite a bit in the sense that I absolutely acknowledge that it's a possibility of the possibility spectrum of what humanity could do with this planet. And... In some cases, if we look at the current industrial revolution, like making machines, basically, I guess, you know, we, we, we are, we are, it kind of looks like that's what we're doing. But I, I, I have not hope, but a form of optimism and trust in the cosmic principle, God, the faith. source, faith. <laughs> Because there's a higher orchestrating intelligence that's actually in control rather than my own mind's desires. However, I have a, a conscious choice through the human experience, which, which, which yes, that brings us up into the, 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 the point of where's our society at. I guess I really believe in the ancestral wisdom that's being passed. So I don't know um, if I've shared that with you before. I, I, I mentioned that the, on stage, that the elders who were present at Ances- and at who, the elders who were present at Holistic Visions Symposium in Barcelona in 2018, it was the Council of Twelve, and they actually went to the United Nations as well the year before. Um, really beautifully brought together, and the elders said this: 2019 to 2026 is a seven-year gate. It's like a window. 
for the millennial generation to act as the bridge or the, the, the humanity to step into collaboration yes. between the older generations of the industrialized paradigms and the new digital yes. natives. And to put that into context, 50% of the world's population are 28 or younger. This is actually a fact drawn together by the World Economic Forum in Geneva, and that's the, the 50% are mainly in Africa and Asia. So there's a massive amount of people that are really young who come with these really powerful energies right now right. Into the, onto this planet to share their gifts right. that aren't even online necessarily in our global communication. We have about 3 billion people online, so technology for me also becomes super exciting because it's yes. like, wow, there's another 3 billion voices coming alive and live yes. into the global dialogue right. that might have like a very, very needed piece of the collaborative complement that our puzzle piece of humanity is. Right. Uh, uh, in 1949, there was two and a half billion people on the planet when I was born. The, mm. I'm 70, and there's yeah. seven and a half billion people here, three times more people, you know? And, and I know that the more people and the less trees is not a good mathematic formula. And all we have to do is those three billion, if those three billion people mm. planted one tree, we have three billion trees. <laughs> we put out the word, plant a tree, yeah, yeah, yeah. plant a tree, plant a seed, let it be free from the husk to root, to reach out, to sprout out to the sky, just like you and I. <laughs> Beautiful poetry. Okay, I do have one more question to close it with. You started your farm with your partner, is that right? Yes. What, what's your success to a relationship that fills she your heart? She loves who she is. She loves what she does. I love who I am. In 15 years, she's been to the beach five times. In 15 years, I go to the beach once a week, sometimes two, three times a month. Well, you know, because I love the beach, but it's too hot for her. She loves animals. She loves her hens. She loves the goats. She loves it. She doesn't have much trust in people. I love people. I love the animals too, but I don't know them like, like my wife does. What works for us is I promised her never to, she's a life partner. I promised her never to fall in love with her or be in love with her 18 years ago. And we're not in love. We don't oh. fall in love. We rise loving each yeah, other. Yeah, we rise How? in love. We water the gardens here, here. together. We take care of the chickens together. And it's our work. It's like 4 in the morning to 7, 8, 10 o'clock. We have breakfast. And then she's on the computer doing her stuff that she likes to do. And I'm at the, my waterfall. <laughs> and then in the evening, we do the same thing. Put the animals to bed. You know, do a little more watering. But what makes relationships successful is the partnership. The idea to partner, not to pull, not to connect and keep pulling until you break, but do this, bond, and then it makes, including not even sexual partners, business partners, yeah, things together. And I want to appreciate you mm. and your crew, what you're doing. And, and I know it's hard, but I want you to do this. Just remember this one thing. If you ever get to that point where you are losing, remember what I'm going to tell you. It only takes you to do one thing. When you're feeling that tension, do this. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh. Oh, your car just broke down. You just, you know, you, this dream you had just died. Yeah. This love that you had just left. You know, 
in. One door closes, another door opens. Wow. Keep the doors open. Keep the faith. Keep the hope. Because that's what they want you to destroy. Don't let them. Powerful. Mijai, thank you so much for making the time. Thanks for coming up to me. Thanks for being at Envision. Thanks for opening the doors and gates to people. Aho. Such hey, a pleasure. May I say one last thing? Please do. Youth. You only lose your youth. I'm 70. I was 20 at Woodstock. I still have my youth because I've never given up the vision. I've never given up asking questions. I've never given up my quest. As long as you keep questioning, as long as you keep questing, as long as you keep reaching, you'll never lose your youth. And when you're 60, 70 years old, go to these festivals. Celebrate, relate, partake of the joy you make because you are the children that will save the earth. Wow. Thank you so much.